Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 32. This week, we're talking about one of the bigger releases we've had in a long time. Disney's Mulan. As well as She Dies Tomorrow. Which was supposed to be on the show a while ago. We never got around to it, and we finally watched it. So, it's going to be on this episode. It will be. How you guys doing? Good. And I think I found out where our next expansion into what social media oh have you guys heard of OnlyFans? fans <laughs> <laughs> oh, i thought you were gonna say tiktok i was gonna i thought he was gonna say tiktok too <laughs> no hey we have the TikTok, perfect tiktok manager money. in the other room right now you can't make the money out that did you see bella thorne made like two million dollars in one a week and crashed yeah. the bitch. one no two one day two she million. made a million in a one, one day, day though and then two million in like a week yeah without crashed even showing and like we already have the name for it Suds and cinema, just sitting in bubble baths, watching movies. So you're comparing us to Bella Thornton, is what you're saying? We can make two mil in a <laughs> week. Fuck it. I'm saying that that's the next air. It's jumping right now. We need to get here on the ground floor, guys. All right, you guys heard it here first. Uh, stay tuned to the page so, for uh, our OnlyFans link. Stay tuned Jacob to the end of the show for us. Watching so. movies in the nude or in a bath. Bubble suds. In a bubble bath. <laughs> yeah. We already have the name. All right. You're and then here. when we all do it together in the one bubble bath, we can call it the oh, Suds man. and Buds. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> suds and Buds. Who wouldn't want to watch that? Who, no, who I don't know. I don't know who I would. wouldn't want to watch it. Um, what's new is I have a new job. And that's cool. Yeah. One thing, though, I love the eight to five. It's kind of cool, but. The one thing I do miss is my mornings. Like, you know, yeah. like just getting up, drinking oh, your when coffee, you to, whatever yeah. you wanted, you know. Well, you can still do that. You just need to wake up earlier. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> but that's like. Let's go wake him at six and then. <laughs> yeah. Watching it, the sun but rise. Then was like you, you didn't have a time folders. for you could, you could sit no. out on your porch for two hours. But now you have your nights back, which can be equally as good. Right. All right. Let's get into it. We got a beer here. Beer here. So, because oh, of the change in schedule, this was my pick. And uh, we haven't done a porter in a while. I don't think we've done a porter since Stranger Than Fiction. If you remember back so. to Arts. episode, I don't know. 27. <laughs> I'm going to throw something out. 18 or 19. <laughs> no, no, it was in the teens. That. Okay, anyway. Oh, really? It was that long ago? So, yeah, it's been Damn. a while. So, we just got a classic porter here called The Great Escape. And this is from Connecticut Valley Brewing Company. Based out of, you guessed it, Connecticut, Connecticut. Valley. <laughs> the pressure uh, on this can South is Windsor, Connecticut, unreal. actually. South Windsor? So be either Kyle froze it or... <laughs> the pressure? Squeezes, squeezes can. That's not too bad. It's good. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It was in your beer fridge. You have the temperature control. Kyle, you had it in the freezer for two hours when we were playing Call of Duty oh, earlier. Oh, two hours. It was in there for Dude, 30 minutes, maybe. If I squeeze too hard, it's bursting. Oh Swear to God. God. All right. Squeeze this can. Dude, that feels the same as mine. Okay, then these are, over, these are either <laughs> overcarved or they're frozen. What? I hope you can tell when we taste every it can if it's should overcarved. Ha- I will be able to tell. Every right. can should have a little bit of give, and this has none. Anyway, uh, description here for this porter. Our classic porter, dark brown and malt forward, this medium-bodied brew hits you with a rich malt-derived coffee aroma from the first sip. Notes of toffee... It- and biscuit, finishing with a slight chocolate sweetness. Just the ticket. Uh, 
which is like what it says at the, the top of the kit. can, as you'll see on our untapped. All right, so this is uh, 6.5% alcohol. Damn. IBUs unavailable for this one. So I'm not really They're sure. They're going to be on the higher end, probably in the 40s, be my guess. All right, that's all I got on this one. Just a classic porter, so only thing to do now is taste it. Jacob's like got spray in the eye. <laughs> Hints of like tomato. <laughs> tastes tastes a Make little a bit sips. like marinara. No, it's actually pretty interesting. <laughs> a little bit. I was expecting more. I guess I don't drink that many porters this time of the year, though. Yeah. But it seems like a like a richer, something different chocolatey taste than the usual. I can taste the chocolate for sure. I mean, yeah, it's definitely then. pretty strong chocolate, but it's not like thick or something, you know. No, but not it's like not a thick like mouthfeel. Yeah, it's yeah, it doesn't have that. T- uh, tad metallic. I think so. The finishes kind of finishes like right on the tip of my tongue is like it's like looking tastes at like a I'm deep, looking a penny like a nine volt oh no a penny <laughs> like, like right on the tip of your tongue battery. feels like it's like I don't know I always kind of feel that like in my jowls like you know that when it's puke metallic jaw, yeah not really. well not that that but yeah like when it has a metallic about, taste yeah like the front of my tongue feels like it's drooling more than the back of my tongue. Hmm. It's apt. good. It's good. Apt. Mm-hmm. I do like it. Yeah. I mean, it's Very a, it's a standard, standard porter. porter. Yeah. That's what I would describe it as. It's a three. And you know star, what? I kind of figured that's porter. what it would be, that's but exactly. we haven't done a standard porter in forever. Oh come on! Like it's that hard to guess ratings on Untapped. Everything's between three and four. Nah. <laughs> Maybe you should look at my bell curve. Maybe you should have CBS ever. Because that's. Oh, you're talking about his three. rating. No. Yeah, I'm talking about the average on Untapped. No, it's I'm just saying he was gonna give it a three, and I said, yeah, it's about a three. Yeah, it's a three. It's a three. That's okay. Three. I thought you were guessing this on Untapped, which is three point seven four. No, if I would have guessed Untapped rating, I would have said like four three, eight. <laughs> yeah. Untapped is like it's people are ratings. wildly. I only use <laughs> generous it, to be. I use it to my for my rating though. Like that so way, now I can you know how back. we or how. Well, I felt about general audience ratings with movies because seven is the new average. When someone's like, oh, yeah, it was average. They'll give it like a three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. No. It's so stupid. Average anyway, is two and a half. Don't need like, to get into it again. Yeah. We talked fucking... about this, I think, literally last week or the week before. <laughs> but maybe they're rating it by a median rather than average. Yeah. But then you wouldn't like then, most movies are probably then, around six, seven, not yeah, five. Well, All right. I feel pretty like good. Average not going to blow you away, but. It's the job. Done. If you see it and you want a good porter and it's in front of your face, buy it. Sure. Check it out. And it's from Connecticut, you know? Gotta gotta, gotta venture out states. of Michigan. We J-Bay. need to make a we need to make a I was just thinking about this today. We a need to make map. a US map and be like, what beers have we had from each state? I got like, I, on the show. My, oh on the show. Okay. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because I mean you would have like most states covered probably. I'd have yeah. No, I I haven't had that many states, I don't think. I've had a lot. I don't know. There's a lot of states, I feel like. Over 50%. But there's some breweries sure. where you'd be like, oh, I didn't even know that was from Florida. I have had Cigar like Cigar City. Cigar City. Yeah, <laughs> Cigar City. But I mean, then I've definitely think had of a like state that would be like, Alaska. what haven't I had a state for? Like, 
Trying to think of a beer. Delaware, Utah, Connecticut. Have you ever had a beer from Utah? Yeah. No, you, Utah. I went to brewing. I there you go. I haven't had that. So I went there. traveling in Utah. I had tons of beers. There. Wyoming. Well, would if be you hard. go there, obviously it's easy to find. But for well, like you said Utah, so no. Remember, <laughs> like beers that you see in the store, even though you know. Remember you see Utah, City or Unita or Unita, whatever. Un- it was U I N T A. They blew up for like one summer, and it was a lime pilsner out of Salt Lake City. And it's four percent because everything's four percent. Yep, it is four percent. Yeah. Like we've had tons of beers from California, Colorado, Michigan, even Alaska is easy to find. Hawaii is easy to find, but like there's Wyoming. Odd states. I don't know if I've had that's why I was thinking beer. Wyoming. Wyoming, like the that's middle, a good one. That's like the one. middle area there. Yeah, Arkansas, an Ar- Arkansas beer. Yeah, Kansas, Nebraska, <laughs> New Mexico. I've had yeah. a New Mexico beer. I think I, I can't think of one, but there's one brewery called New Mexico, like New Mexico Brewing or something. Right, it's like and the biggest. That, or yeah, biggest one. that was. I, somebody brought me back because they're like, I bet you never had a beer from New Mexico. And I said, I haven't. Yeah. But I didn't do now. Yeah, we'll get to, uh, we'll have to make that. We'll we need our 50 state challenge. We need Dakotas. our social media manager to step it up. I've had one of the Dakotas. <laughs> You've had Missouri. <laughs> Definitely Missouri. We had Missouri on the show. Missouri. Well, Budweiser. Oh, well. St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> We had something. We also had Germany on the show. Yeah, but we can get... And it's Italy. We can, That's right. we can do countries or we could do states. We could do both. World map. We'll put it up there. We'll make We're a little behind, but we can hurt. try. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't be that hard. No, it it wouldn't be. Be. It's like 30-some 30 30, years. Yeah. 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 All right, let's get into it. Uh, we got our main featured review, Mulan. Wow. Yeah, and this one, I forgot. All right, wow. Mulan is directed by Nikki Caro, written by Rick Jaffa, Amanda Silver, Elizabeth Martin, and Lauren Heinick. Heinick. The stars, Yi- oh man, here we go. <laughs> Yifi Lu, Donnie Yen, Donnie Jet Yen. Li, Lee Gong, and Jason <laughs> Scott Lee, as well as some others. All right, let's take a listen to a clip. <laughs> Need a hand, little man? Insult me again, or you'll taste the tip of my blade. Lower your sword. What? I'm your commanding officer. Fighting will not be tolerated, am I clear? Yes, Commander. With your voice, soldier. Yes, Commander. All right. Uh, what did you guys think of Mulan? Yeah, that's fine. I I went into expecting I didn't have high expectations, but this was the definitely the one I was most excited for of like the Disney remakes mm-hmm. because all the rest seemed like they were just trying to do exactly the same thing. And this one actually looked like a different story. It took out the singing, you know, it took out Mushu mm-hmm. and all these characters. So it was trying and it looked like it was going more darker to like, yeah, like a darker s- territory. And there was definitely some differences, but really all of the main beats were still hit. So it wasn't like it really did anything new. Some of the acting wasn't great. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's putting it lightly. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Some of the acting was horrid. Uh, One especially was Jimmy Wong. And I don't... Donnie Yen. No, Wong. Donnie Yen was also not... the commander. I yeah. know. Oh, you were talking about the that. Wong from uh, he was from Rocket Jump back on YouTube oh, I don't with know. Freddie Wong. He was his cousin. 
The main, the love interest is that? No, he wasn't a big character, but he was in it, and it was bad. Okay, one of the band. Yeah, one of the main soldiers. Okay, that was another thing too. Is the older one you cared more about the team? Yeah, like the group you had. I don't necessarily think there was that much more character development between them, but I didn't really care about any of the other characters in this one at all. I just couldn't. I don't know. Maybe because it wasn't animated, or the other like the cartoon had such strong personalities versus these characters but they're all completely forgettable no what i think is like it didn't focus on the teamwork it was her always being detracted well that's a detail that i want to get into so just try to keep it general and then we can talk about that again it's general but if if you're finished i can i can wait well also the pacing which i also had a problem with in the original but mm-hmm. I, that's more understandable. It's a kid's, you know. And they have to, most animated, animated movies movie. are 90 minutes yeah. or under that. A lot of them are under that. Like you think, because you were a kid, you didn't really have a sense of time. But a lot really, of them are under 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like I don't even time. think the original yeah. was an hour and a half. So. Exactly. And this was 2.14? Yeah. Oh, my God. No wonder. So I was hoping with all the extra time, they yeah, wouldn't, they it wouldn't time. feel so like jumpy. It just feels so jumpy. Like we need to get to this scene but no transition it's just they're no, there hour 55. they're there they're there oh 155 they're there okay. it just so two like, hours but yeah. and the other one was that's hour still an extra 20 30 minutes on the yeah hour 28 was the original 28 yeah. yeah so yeah i was but i just felt like there was no transitional scenes it was just like we need this to happen we need this to happen we need i don't know it just yeah there, it didn't feel connected very well but yeah i mean Obviously, like costume design, all that stuff looks great. I mean, Disney poor. I don't know how much the budget was for this movie, but yeah, I would be interested to know that because that a lot might of it was spent on the ca- on the costume design. Some of yeah, but some of the like CG and stuff. I don't. Something looked off, and I can't couldn't quite place what it was. I don't know if it was like the color grading or in the action. Two hundred million. Well, no, the action could have been so much better, but it fall to the typical like shaky camera close in not really showing that much what happened a lot of the time i hate that Mm. like i don't want to get into the specific scenes but there was one scene where they kept zooming in i'm like this scene would be so much cooler like lord of the rings wide angle shot showing like the verticality and such happening instead it's i'm like this could just take place on the ground why are you doing this if you know you're not going to show it I hate that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, what some of the things they did, I did like the darker story. I did like how they were different and overall I still enjoyed watching it, but it was still disappointing even from the expectations I had for it. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I loved the animated one. Like it was mm-hmm. top, probably Definitely top five, if not top three, of Disney Disney movies. Me too. I liked like mm-hmm. so. Like going in, I knew this wasn't gonna touch it because I thought, and honestly, like the songs from Mulan were like some of the best. Disney I know songs those are the ones ever. I remember, like the Be a Man, yeah. uh, Reflection. Like these and are they ones played, they like did homage to it and like which was cool, it. but but it just felt like generic. It felt like it like like if someone made a. A musical one for like YouTube, like a karaoke version of 
reflections. That was what the soundtrack sounded like. Well, they didn't have any actual lyrics in the movie. It was yeah, just the correct. theme. No, I'm saying that, but I'm saying if you took that music, it sounded like it was like, let's make a karaoke version of the original. And, mm. um, but the war scenes, like in the in the animated one, they felt like like larger than life. Like the battles were like big big battles and this one it felt like like so small it scale. did feel pretty small scale yeah. like they come over the huns like one of the infamous scenes in mulan was well they had a different name in this right um the, no, it was huns well that i don't think they ever referred to him as the huns though yeah i think he said hun something like the north it was like something the because the they were the, like the jow and there was the right. other ones <laughs> It was actually like I think the Three Kingdoms time, you know. But yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. The all I'll say about that is that that could be a change that the animated movie made because this is supposed to stick more close closely to the actual because the they worked with the Chinese tale. government, right? Yeah. To make it so. Yeah. Well. But. Anyway. Unimportant. The, <laughs> like I, just the scene, like the Huns, they show up and they're like, "There's only a little army." then they start just piling over the hill and it's like all is lost. But this one, it was like the Chinese army was much bigger than the other army and the other army like was not very skilled at all. And they yeah. were just taking arrows. <laughs> I did think it was pretty cool, though, during the one scene, how the witch like helped them and they used that to work together with the army. Yeah, I don't want to well, like get specific but you know what i'm talking about where yeah like she rounded them up so for the other people and i'm like that that's a cool idea but, but i don't know what my biggest thing is like if you're gonna make a remake live action don't like i feel like they're trying too hard to be different from the animated one it's like they didn't meet that. Like the other ones were trying to be too much like the originals, and this one is trying to be too different. I just, yeah, I just think it was like, like I don't know, I don't know how to describe it in words, but I just felt like the they were trying to be too grounded in certain scenes, and then there was like other scenes where it was like hmm. they looked like Jedi flowing around. Yeah, well, that was the well, chi, right? Yeah, which was like the force. Okay, yeah. so I didn't really like it either, but it was there's obviously parts of it that are well made just because of the budget and everything. So I'll say that as a as I'm saying that as a you know precursor to to everything, yeah, to everything that's about to come because it sounds like I you know absolutely hated it and will trash it. But um, so what you're saying just to, to piggyback off of that where it seems like it's too grounded and not too grounded. I felt like the animated movie was actually more grounded in what it portrays. It definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. Because of like the, just how the things war and out. stuff was more realistic. Yeah. Like yeah, but, there's some parts that are kind of, you know, suspend your disbelief and it's also an animated movie and there's a talking dragon and stuff like that. But this movie literally takes like, you know, magic and stuff into account and it's, it, that makes it feel too unrealistic. Or not unrealistic, but you know what yeah, I'm saying? But, like, like uh, what I was saying is like they were trying to act grounded, but then threw elements in like that weren't grounded. Like she was like, I don't know. I felt like it was trying to be like realistic and then would just have spurts of like mm -hmm. magic. And then 
Yeah, I don't really think they were ever, or I didn't feel like they were ever going for like this grounded feeling because since they had like the they just kind of go from the beginning that there's the spirit flying around and stuff. Yeah, but. yeah, the phoenix, which yeah, exactly. Okay, so general thoughts. Yeah, I definitely didn't like it or didn't love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't really like it either. But um, yeah, fringe didn't like it. I'll try to say the good things first, and then most of the bad things will just come out through the discussion. I did think. Like, so a lot of the Disney movies try to be super colorful, colorful and stuff. And it kind of worked better in this because it's, they did go for a darker feel. And if they went too dark, then it would totally not be Disney's aesthetic mm-hmm. or fit, you know, just a Disney remake vibe. So they added like a lot of colors and, you know, scenes that they just really popped more because of that. Mm-hmm. So most of the colors were good. And then there's, it's you know adequately shot there's things like that you said with the action which is frustrating how that shot but then, but then there's, there's nice framing shots. like frame yeah. scenes like uh, uh one of the ones i like is even there was at the end by or near the beginning too mostly when they were at she was at like her hometown yeah the there hometown. was a lot of nicely framed scenes there and i liked the set design there and everything yeah but then the one yeah, that the I like most, bad, I don't know why it most stands out is she takes guard duty and it's at the temple and she's reading yeah, yeah. as the statue. I wish I knew what exactly it was called in Japanese or Chinese culture, the dragon type looking thing. Yeah, and then she's know, in the yeah. background, but you can see both of them in frame. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know, that stands out as, as well done. But then, like you said, the action is frustrating. So it's a little bit of a mix. It's the same thing with acting. Half of it was probably good, and then the other half was bad. the The worst standout for me was actually Jet Li, the Emperor. You mean Donnie? Oh. oh no, the Emperor was Jet Li. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. That he didn't was, even look like him. Well, he's puts has older makeup on. I mean, he's kind of older now, but yeah, but he's yeah. someone that he kind of has to portray like a more of a stoic. I don't think his English is perfect. But he talks with like this weird raspy accent thing, and it just sounds so bad. It, it just came off like as really bad. And yeah, it felt like a lot of people. That was my main thing. Like they were faking Chinese accents. So that's yeah. So Donnie that's, Yen definitely was. Well, Jimmy Wong too was really bad. I was like, that was a huge problem I had. Was so so. Another thing. I mean, it's not as general. Like Americans, the acting. Yeah, it, it felt like totally Americanized where it's like, I wish Disney had the balls to take this movie and do like 100% complete Chinese, Chinese? movie. Uh, this is the exact thing I wrote in, in their my native notes. language. Yeah. Like, and, and Disney do it more in their style. That, I know they don't yeah. have the balls to not do that, but now. it's like, not for now. It if you want to do a remake, yeah. do it and That's put it in, thinking. it would have been way put it in way subtitles. Better. And I mean, some of those movies like Sony pictures, classics, they did a ton of those, um, curse of the golden flower, uh, I don't know if Hero was by them, but Hero is another one with Jet Li. Like, to- like 100% Chinese cast, Chinese movie in their language. And you have English subtitles, but they were kind of big hits in, you know, the States I know. too. But that's always a problem with me. It's They like, should release. They should have filmed like. Yeah. Whenever I see a movie that takes place in another country and it's not like in a, an English speaking lead or something. I would rather it be in that language. It just, yeah. Cause it completely breaks my immersion of it when they're and speaking the translation English with a bad Chinese accents. Like they didn't sign Chinese though. I don't no, know what accent the words sounded like, like they were using American terms where you like, like they use, a, they obviously said disgrace and like they said it 99 times, like do the disgrace to hear disgrace. But it's like, if they would have, 
if they would have had it in Chinese, I feel like it would have been a lot well, more cultural. Look at like Coco. Coco had quite a bit, but again, Spanish mm. is more ubiquitous, I guess. It is, yeah. Uh, because Spanish speaking Americans. Coco is also between. one of my favorite Pixar movies. Love my favorite Pixar movie. It's probably so. the best Pixar movie. So because <laughs> that though. Yeah. That's yeah, like a you get, you get a cultural thing. Like exactly. This, and I did this didn't, one just yeah. detracted from yeah. it. Like Yeah. Um so with the acting, that goes like hand in hand with that. The effects, again, half were like really pretty good. good, and then half of them were like, I can't believe they made they let this go through. It looks like the I hen? thought we were past the point of like an obvious green screen. Like oh. There were certain scenes where, especially with them riding in horses, like the very first time you see them and they're riding in, I was like, what the hell is going on? And then they're riding into battle the second time, I think it is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And it looks good because it looks practical. And then there's another time where it cuts back and it's them riding in. I'm like, it looks super green screen. The last battle, all the effects, I was like blown away how bad it looked. Yeah. Them on that structure, I was like, what is going on? Exactly. And well, even in the background on that structure, I'm like, why does it look so weird? The whole whole Imperial City looked looked bad. So bad. Like Like they had the fucking like, they showed it from the distance. models and stuff looked way better in the background. those were all practical. Oh, that's true. So. They did have paintings. But this had years, 20 years later and like tons of more money. 200 million (laughs) dollars. And okay, so basically all these technical things, what I'm saying is, you know, there's some good, some bad. You could take it at 50-50. The main problem with the movie that brings it down from just an average movie is everything that it tries to do differently from the animated Milan is worse. It is. It makes it worse. Every single thing. Yeah. And they totally detract from what was the best part of Milan, which was the message. Like, in this was 98 when, I mean, we had come a long way with women's rights and equal rights and all that stuff, but it was still like that time, you know, that was 22 years ago. So they're still at a time when, you know, they're not totally equal or thought of as equal or whatever. And, and it's saying that, you know, a woman can do the same thing a man can do if she wanted to basically, that's it. And this undermines that whole thing by saying, yeah, she can do the same thing as a man with magical powers. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. She has to have chi to do it, but yeah. I also it undermines the whole movie. In the original animated Milan, she is she trains to be that way to be equal to a man. Exactly. She like works hard when for she it. Climbs, it's just because she's using her chi powers. But like in the cartoon, no, yeah. she just worked. She does it harder over and over than and over everyone again. else. Yeah. Exactly. Like her making it to the top of the mountain, I didn't get nearly the same. No, you don't get the feeling chills, that yeah. of her climbing that pillar, right? And, and throwing, throwing it down, down in front of him. Like that's yeah, way that's better. an amazing moment in the yeah. first one. That's and like it was her so turn. weak in this one. Exactly. But I didn't know if that was just for me, like from my perspective, I felt that was weak. But I, I didn't know if that was just me because I love the original so much that no, I was it like, was. Like oh, maybe she did they're was, trying to do the same thing and whatever, but may, I guess it just wasn't as impactful. Yeah. No, nothing. It loses so many of those moments because you just feel like she is kind of born into this or she just kind of, it, she's just kind of given this power. You don't ever feel like it's earned. So a lot of those moments lose their power. Like yeah, the why reveal did of she her, have it anyway? What was the chi? Did they I ever really explain? I thought I missed something. I, it's no. literally the only thing I know of in movie, I mean, this is based off of movies, but in Chinese culture is, yeah, basically like some are born or like the force, some are born with 
a very strong mm-hmm. draw to the force. Some of them, everybody has it, I'm but telling you, some people like a have Jedi more angle control. Really. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> it felt so weird. She was hiding in stuff too, and, and all this stuff. I'm just like, I don't get. I thought I just missed something totally, but apparently I didn't. No, yeah. I, didn't. I mean, we're getting out of general thoughts now, but we can go right into that because it goes into the beginning of the movie where she's five or six years old and she's using chi and oh god that scene too the so worst bad <laughs> that the chicken scene hen that would look like, so bad cg oh yeah. my god but just when she's she, like, like floating down she's like <laughs> yeah the floating and oh everything. yeah oh, god oh, i know well, i showed that. that but i thought i'm like well when i first saw that i didn't think chi though i'm just like oh they're I doing the skilled, like yeah. well, the you crouching th- tiger, hidden dragon, yeah. like style, which I would have liked. I'm like, everyone's gonna do that, but then they didn't. So I'm like, what? <laughs> so you don't know it special. at the beginning, but I'm saying that she's she's using it at five or six, which means mm-hmm. she never had to work for it either. She's just born into it, which takes away even more from the meaning. Like, yeah. so frustrating. And then they tried <laughs> to shoehorn like the random romantic part at the end, which I felt no build up really at all to. Yeah. So, okay, in terms of build-up. This up, movie's missing something. Completely. We'll get into well, that. that I, that's the whole pacing thing. I just told there's you there's whole, no... There's something was, element that it was missing that beats. I don't know. It was just beats. that we. It was like an outline without the filler, right? They're just like, okay, well, this is our things we need. Okay, we got we hit checked all those off. There was a skeleton. But there were... Yeah, it was just the skeleton without any of the yeah. meat to anything. Like, everything was just... We have to have this happen. Because oh, they, this is they from the felt, old one, too. The they were trying goes. to follow the same timeline, but add elements that didn't necessarily pertain to the timeline. And like, yeah. like this, the, the cartoon also was heavy on comedy. Like, it was funny. This yeah. one had like no comedic elements or a try oh, to. But they tried. They like, <laughs> yeah. But they tried. so who, bad. Like who did they make this movie for? Just for like us who loved the original when we were kids? Because kids aren't going to like this. No, movie. No, like I don't know an eight year old that would be like, oh, yeah, that like was they're great. not totally. This movie was terrible totally because it went. It has those darker elements. And then the parts of it that are supposed to be funny are so like slapstick, dumb comedy. The re- teapot, like matchmaker scene, just what like things like that, that is I'm so like, out of place. She didn't see the fucking spider walking. Like, what was that? Like, just things like that the are spider so bad. Horrible. Totally yeah, all bad over the too, place. Yeah. yeah, and then like she comes back at the end for another cop, hilarious comedy moment. It was so I was rolling my eyes at that. Like, yeah, what was that? At the end. She, uh, the first one was funny because of the writing and because of Eddie Murphy. It wasn't like stupid you know like super no, stupid yeah. humor i mean the band the band of soldiers kind of get that but because they're animated and like they have such over-the-top characteristics it's, it's Chin, okay Paul. yeah and going back Aye. to what jacob said about build up like in terms of just the family you're with them for a little bit you kind of feel uh, the best relationship that was built was between her father and her I didn't really feel much between her sister or her mother. No. And then... Yeah, the father one was the strongest yeah. by far. Yeah. And then the soldiers, like like you said, exactly what you said. I thought the sa- I wrote the same thing down. In the animated movie, you're able to tell who everyone is, partially because it's animated. But in this one, I had no idea any of their names. I knew them I didn't only know by, any of their names. I only knew them by, like, total uh, physical characteristics, you know. Yeah, the, the short and chubby one, the love interest, which is obviously like the good-looking guy, and then the guy with the beard. I think there's another one. I can't even remember. There what was he a was fat there. one, the chin. No, that was that. I'm talking about. I said the fat one. No, first. Yao was the other. Yao I was like the. I don't remember the one that kept closing his eyes. The amazing shoot. archer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
That's what I was talking about. But which anyway, randomly, which is, oh, that was bad. King of the Rock. <laughs> you might have to go say. Just in terms of the build-up in relationships, the soldiers, how they basically in the animated version, you could tell all you knew who everyone was. In this one, you could barely tell. And then even the even her love interest, like I don't know. There was I didn't care, and it felt that felt forced too, because I'm just like. She yeah. acted like terrible to him, which yeah, I understood kind of, why she had to do it. But still, like that was bad. And then they think he's like she's a guy the whole time, you know. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, well, it helps. It doesn't help. That. I'm with Famulan. It doesn't help that in the middle of the movie, there's a scene where like they're supposed. She says she, he makes he is in Mulan makes this oath to like protect them or whatever. And then literally in the battle. She leaves, leaves them. them alone. Yeah. <laughs> like you've been gone for a long time. They could be like dying yeah, back I'm like, there. <laughs> and she had enough. Like while they're all holding up that defensive position, which I thought that part was cool. The idea of making those defenses so they could attack him. Yeah. But she had enough time to look at where she wanted to go, grab all those helmets. However, she held that many helmets. Walk all the way around the enemy team. Set up all the helmets on the line. And then well, shoot at them. Let's talk about the whole scene. In the very beginning, <laughs> they meet the who are they called? The Huns. I don't know. We'll meet call them the, the Imperial Army, what we're talking like about, yeah. head on. And uh, Jason Scott Lee, what's his name? And Borikon in the movie is he kind of leads these Shadow Riders, which literally never come back in the movie at all. I mean, they like separate from the Force because they're supposed to be these special forces or whatever, but. They don't really have a point. Anyway, Even the bad guys were scarier in the original. Yeah. Yeah, because they give them characteristics. There's more than just... You had like the archer con. guy. He's like... Yeah, that's like skinny, how many, weird guy. How many messengers does it take to send a message? He's like, one. Yeah. <laughs> he like shoots on it. Like, no cool <laughs> scenes like that. Yeah, they're all masked. They're just like... They're just cannon fodder. Anyway... When they break off from the Huns to go, <laughs> and there's a small imperial, Here we go. there's a small imperial force that follows them. To them, Mulan is just—I mean, they know that she has skill, but she's the one that pursues them. It seemed kind of weird, and then she leaves the rest of them. Literally, the only reason Left that happens flank. to break off is so that she can have this. It's a plot convenience so she can have a battle with the witch, right? Which she becomes friends with randomly later. Well. I mean, it's it's not random. It's total. It's over foreshadowed because she's yeah. like, because there's that one random scene thrown in where she's like being treated as like a slave. She's like, you know, you know who your master is, and like they're just like being so shitty to her. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, they need to be friends now. Yeah, so you like want redemption for her? It's just yeah, it's that part terrible felt terrible writing. too because I didn't care about her either, really. So. No, but anyway, they have that battle, and then that's when she just you know she gets. She doesn't die or whatever. She looks at the sword or it's truthfulness or be true or whatever. It's the no. It's a three. It's the three virtue, like truth, brave. and oh yeah. But she's looking at that one. She's I need to be true to myself. She takes off the three herself as Milan and then rides into. Then battle she can as use her woman. full chi. Because yeah, she can take off the armor and she's too way down. Wah June has died, but Wah Mulan. I didn't even get that. That she's too way down. She it. just wants to take it off to show that she's Milan. Yeah, but she like takes off. She keeps some armor on. Well, it doesn't matter because, yeah, that like scene is meant to be really impactful, right? Like she's going into battle the as a woman. Scene was pretty cool when she came back in. Yeah, I mean, some of it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying just like the impactfulness of that moment. Did you feel 
like it was a big no. moment. <laughs> like like Her when Gandalf herself. rides in on the fourth day or whatever. Like that was impactful. I don't know why we think in because Lord of the Rings has the best. I mean, war there are war scenes but and stuff. It, when he comes in, you're like, it's like twenty years. Older. I remember when that first hit. I was like, "Let's fucking go!" <laughs> I know. And like this one, she comes back. You're like, "Oh well." She yeah, there just wasn't like that the, that build up or like like you're saying. There's no because the writing is so bad and it's just scene by scene by scene. There's no through line and there's no build up to these moments that are like supposed to be good payoffs. Like her revealing herself as Milan, literally riding to the song reflection yeah or the theme of it and you don't feel anything like that's that's a big miss they miss on every every because you could tell that part they could have hit they missed yeah and then it goes all the things they try to do new yeah and then it goes to the part that you were talking about after that where they're in defensive positions which i didn't understand that she was attacking them as birds or bat or whatever i mean they were like just staying in one spot (laughs) like yeah, My thought it, is like, okay, I have a flaming ball coming at me or I'm going to get hit by birds. I would probably rather ar- run and take the up. birds, like run out of the way of the ball. <laughs> Especially since they weren't being charged by anyone else. Yeah, right. right? So the birds funny. weren't killing them. And then obviously they had to, sh- you know, fit the part in of with the avalanche and everything. And yeah. Yeah. Which was from the, which, yeah. Which was know. way better than the original. Yeah. yeah. She was. just like aims that up. And she runs this alone. One, like in front of the army and as the army's all challenging her versus yeah. this time she's hiding behind rocks, you know, and they turn the whole, and that's when she they gets turn the, the whole, whole catapult, catapult instead of just sending like, people after this right. person. <laughs> Cause they didn't do a good job of portraying the fact that like she set up these helmets to make it look like there's tons of guys. Cause they never show no, the angle. I don't even the, know. They would shoot. They should have shown the angle from the hun saying like, "Oh my god, look at all that!" Didn't look like it, but it just yeah. looked like random helmets. On you rocks. just saw no, one, yeah. you just saw her shooting arrows, and you saw one helmet. They didn't in front like of her. turn the perspective to make you see like their side and be like, "So oh, you this always is why, knew they this were is fake." Why yeah. we need to turn the catapult? No, that's not. But even it. then, there was like she could have grabbed maybe eight helmets. Well, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like they would well, turn around. Also, oh, there's eight people. If okay, they actually had that many people, there would be more than they literally saw her, and none of those helmets were shooting at them i don't know like, and also if they were aiming to hit them then they would have hit gotten it closer it went way past yeah. her into the, yeah oh man okay but that whole scene was just yeah, they yeah. flubbed that bad yeah and that was the one where i was talking about with the effects too you can tell like it part of it looked really good and then just like them riding in i think at the the first point you could just, it's so obvious that they're, yeah. it's like a green Also screen, the, um, the camera that was in the avalanche, you couldn't see what the hell that's was happening. That's what I'm saying. That was again, any action parts that they always did the shaky, like, like well, born. There was like, like one that was uh, like a camera in the snow trying to follow him. And you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> you could it see like, was foggy yeah, snow. Yeah. I, mean, I get what they were trying to do. Like, they're yeah, trying to show chaos. Yeah. yeah. But I couldn't, you like show it from her angle or like you don't need to see him because you couldn't even see his body at all. I, it was a fucking, it was snow and fog. I yeah. was fogging up the camera lens. <laughs> like that's all you saw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after that they go, I mean that goes to them finding out that, you know, she's Milan or whatever. And then that leads into like the end, which is kind how, of the same. That's out. pretty like, that's pretty far in. Well, she goes into battle. Yeah. As Mulan, oh, and yeah, that yeah, yeah. at that part, and then after that, they know, and that leads the same thing. I think the same thing happens in the end. Which I thought they said like lying, like that was execution, right? But then her, they just said disgrace or something, or expulsion or whatever. Right, expulsion because which of, I'm like, 
before that scene made sense in the old one because like he's she saved his life and then he told her like a life for a, a life. life for a life your my debt, debt is repaid. repaid yeah but that made sense for him because at that time they would have just like murdered her right like execution was no big deal back in those times like if they were really felt so dishonored they would have executed her mm-hmm. but they didn't but they didn't really have a reason not to as much i don't know like i know she did a good thing and we don't think she should have died but why would they even put that in the beginning that like if you do this execution and then she does it and they're like expulsion <laughs> just randomly i don't know yeah I, again i think well okay so in the beginning which we talked about the writers when i saw the credit <clears throat> when i just finished the movie and i was watching the credits and there's four writers names i was like oh that totally makes sense you know mm. four writers on this like it it's not the writing's not great and then that that just it being all over the place not matching tonally not having a through line all that makes sense by like how many people you know this thing. you think with all this money if they just let people go you know like free if they wanted to go dark just do like i mean like disney does pirates of the caribbean and stuff they can do darker right yeah mulan is a story that could have been like that like a very serious movie but it was instead it was like this frankenstein of trying to be both well think about when mulan came out 1998 22 years ago so the oldest person that which they wouldn't even have any memory of it because they would have been one would be 23 now so let's say they had a memory of it and they were five or six they're close to 30 now or yeah guess what that's who you're making the movie for. Have it be a little bit darker. It's on VOD. I mean, exactly. They try to cater to everybody too much. But kids but are like, going to not like this yeah, movie. They're not going to like it. Okay. I still watch the original today. Are Is any of the kids today going to watch this? No. I mean, they will, but I don't know if they like it. I don't like think it. so. I don't, I don't know. Like it. I, don't, I think they would watch the original. It holds up fine. No, I would rather sure, but kids I'm saying watch the original. Kids would, I think kids would watch it just because it's disney and they might have some connection to mulan and they know of it i'm not saying they'll like it I'm no just i mean they they'll watch, watch it this time i'm saying when they're adults will they right. go back and still watch this like we still watch the original no no they're gonna they'll go watch back. the original probably who knows how people are raising their kids that's now. true kids Maybe probably like the new lion king they don't know any better well that i can understand more because that was pretty much an exact copy of the old one just it pushed into a really amazing cg yeah but it was the same exact story it's still i mean yeah, that's why I didn't think it was. Why would you watch it over the original? But that one I can see you attaching to because it was still good, but it was just copied the original, which was already good. I hate the remake, but I've never seen the remake. Well, it was pretty. It was pretty much the same though. Oh no way! <laughs> no shot, Bucko. I mean, uh, they tried to make it the same, but it totally loses. It, we're getting way off topic. Well, they lost the charm because the CG just doesn't work with like exactly. expressions and stuff. All right, stay in tune for <laughs> our review of Lion King next week. Oh, I uh, didn't like it that much either because they didn't do anything different. But. No, but so this was like my main problem. My biggest problem with the movie was the end. I thought it was pretty much average for the most part. I thought I might. I did have a huge problem with her using Chi and that being like the whole just undermining everything about the original movie. But the ending was so bad. So like when they go, if you remember the ending of the original, they, they are infiltrating the Imperial palace, right? They're, they're doing guerrilla warfare, right? Yeah. Uh, undercover. And they have to go and find them. The, the Huns that is, 
And in this one, they go there and they try to do the same thing, but they don't have that festival and they don't really like do the whole Trojan horse thing. They yeah, just it was weird. Kind of like close the gates and then they're just there all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. And I was I like, what is this? It like, didn't have the, they could have had because such they a cool dressed scene. up as the concubines, right? In the old the, one. Well, I don't know. What's it? A dragon? Under, they're underneath. Well, the, yeah, to get. Oh, you mean to get to. The, I meant to get actually into the palace. They dressed up as women. Oh. Yeah. Oh, those. Yes. No, you're the talking about the Imperial did. Armory. Yeah. 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 Okay. But they, they were also do, like, out, like outlaws. Yeah. They didn't try to do like anything to get her. And I don't know. It was weird. They didn't like. They uh, were like outlaws in the original. And this one, they were like right. accepted. Mulan was just the outlaw. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like yeah, then yeah, they're yeah. like, well, lead us in. It's like. So it was just weird. Like, because I thought the original was that like. You don't think about it, but when you see the comparison, it's like, wow, that was really cool that they did that compared to this, where they just go to the palace. They say, oh, we're here to protect the emperor. They shut the gate, and then the the Huns are just there all of a sudden. Well, especially in the old one, because they because send the army away. Even in right, the old yeah. one, they show uh, Shen, right? The commander in the old one, right? Shen? I don't know. Shang. Shang. They show him with the dragon behind him like taking up the full screen and he has like that feeling that something's wrong, behind, but he doesn't know what it is. And they're like watching from behind him. It's yeah. Way better scene. Yeah. So that, well, that was bad. And then, and then th- the scene that's going on in conjunction with that is the emperor is actually going to hunt down Borikan and he captures it, the emperor and has him at this half built building. That's mostly wood or whatever. And that's kind of where him and Milan have their final showdown. Yeah, and everything in that final battle or fight or whatever looked so bad to me. Yeah. The effects were so bad. The effects got worse as the movie went on. Yeah, like the peak was that battle scene that we were talking about before mm-hmm. in the in the field, and then yeah. she moves to like that sulfur pit, which was kind of cool or whatever it was. I don't know. It was like frozen, but it Where was like yellow. Were, yeah, yeah, it was cool looking. Yeah, like cool looking. Green, A lot weird. of like cool like visuals and colors and stuff like that just worked better in this setting than like Aladdin. I don't know. Or I guess Aladdin would make sense seen to be it. colorful. I haven't seen the new Aladdin. Neither have I, but I've <laughs> seen enough of it. Anyway, yeah, that whole final scene was just bad too. So, I mean, it sounds, like I said, everything sounds like I'm cool bashing like a lot. Yeah, it sounds but yeah. very bad, but at the end of the day, it's still made with insane amount of money. So obviously, like, there's, there's a lot of, like, yeah. strong, like, of those aspects that just money will give you. But that's what I tried to say in my general thoughts is like, technically I think it's pretty much 50, 50 split. Yeah. And it's average, even some of the story too, you know, they do some things differently. That's good. Most of the things they do differently is bad. And then everything else that just brings it down. And then the main themes is also the biggest problem is taking undercutting the, the message of the original. And And it being a female director made it even like, yeah, weirder that they did that. Weirder, but like again, you, I think a if she had to stick to the original. Been, yeah, it felt like it felt like they took the original timeline, and we're just like, okay, this is what happened here. Let's throw a beat here, 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 here. Yeah, and then there's nothing. It just it like sucks, right? Because like it's like if having, they would change a lot, people would be so mad. Though they're like, wow, it was so different from the original. Like the general public, right? They would be so mad. And I'm sure this movie will do extremely well. I would almost, I feel like I would want it to be the same timeline live action and be worse than the original, than it to be trying to make a new story that doesn't work at all. Yeah, I guess so. Like at least the original, if you, you had a strong 
timeline to follow. So like you could still like get the same premise. Whereas this one, it felt like they follow the same timeline. They just miss the time. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like having, it was like having a bunch of sides and no entree. Yeah. It was, I mean, mm. it was just scene by scene. You're like, Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, the build up. Oh, next scene destroys that build up completely different. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely I almost dozed definitely off a couple of times. I had to fight through. I, I watched straight in. through. Yeah. Yeah. And Any, it wasn't, it didn't feel too long, but it's just like the pacing itself wasn't the bad part. It's just it, nothing. It felt so disjointed and disconnected, I guess. Yeah. You can't have pacing issues. But like it always, a new it scene always got like as something was always happening in the scenes, but that's what I'm saying. You can't have pacing just, issues when there's, yeah. there's no extended scenes. Yeah, it's exactly. I guess so. Yeah. Something new on the screen every five minutes. <laughs> can't be slow when everything's just happening yeah. all the time. Yeah, and that's probably you're like, oh, I'm invested lose, for three minutes. You oh. lose anything that's like character building, character building, like or that. artistic due to Disneyfication. Like they're like, okay, this needs to be exciting and you know keep moving for kids. So, but kids won't like this. Uh, well, exactly. That's I mean, I mean that's I the like problem that's is the they're trying to market everybody. Foul did that we were talking about. We said that Artemis Fowl tried. That was way worse. I <laughs> mean, Artemis Fowl yeah. is like a totally. I feel like more of a kid's property due to like just the nature of it. Yeah. But and they should have went more is, kid dri- like just it, what there's what, what I was saying, comparing it to is who's watching Artemis Fowl. Oh, no one. Yeah, <laughs> the right. people that just might've read the books that were older. So critics who were forced and, to watch it like Mulan. You're, if you're going to appeal to people, you're going to appeal to the ones that are, that have seen the movie that are yeah. older. But Artemis Fowl felt like it was made by someone who didn't even read the source. <laughs> but they probably Disney probably doesn't care about having a well received movie. They want to hit these all of these they want markets. The money, yeah. They want your money. They want a ten year old's money, and they want a fifty year old's money. They want it to appeal to everybody. What happened? Disney used to be much more. Their creative. animated films are still really good. Pixar, you're talking, or Disney, Disney, uh, Pixar. Disney Studios too. Disney but even Pixar, Disney Studios, like Onward, was Disney right? Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was Pixar, Pixar but, which is Disney. But the Disney Studios also usually Disney original solid would be like too. Frozen Two, right? Was that solid? Frozen One, Frozen Two, whatever. I didn't see Frozen Two actually. I heard it was not good. I liked Run One though. Sure. And that's Disney, right? Tangled yeah, was better. That was that was Disney if, original. Yeah. So their animated films are still really good. They just do these live action bullshit. That's. Yeah, they That's, need to seriously stop with the remakes because it, it's they're, they're not only, going to because you know this is going to do well. <laughs> I've never seen Hercules Beauty and the Beast from what watch. I heard is peaks pretty much. What is? Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I it already it. peaked. I and then it, I wasn't, saw it. it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But it was just so like. That's what I'm saying. But there, I would but still it was watch the original yeah, over it. Okay, but was it a better film than Mulan, Lion King, yes. Lady and the Tramp? Live action? Yeah. The Beauty and the Beast I, I live ever, action was not I a bad movie. I can't say. I, I don't remember. I would have to it, rewatch it, honestly. It's not a bad movie. But they followed it almost it, to the T. It was very unmemorable. But. Okay, well, this is going to be out of I my mean, memory in a week, so. I, I don't even know you, any of the characters' names that they changed. So. Exactly. I don't think they did in the Hua Mulan. Yeah. Oh, Hua. I'm well, with Hua Mulan. Well, those are probably I'm with more, Hua Mulan. It's probably more oh, how they... That they didn't have no horrible. pauses. It was like, I'm with Wamulan. I'm with Wamulan. I'm with Wamulan. <laughs> like, have a little pause in there for dramatic effect. And then even say you're saying in it. In my <laughs> axe. No. <laughs> go with the Lord of the Rings. In my bow. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anything else to say on Huamulan? Or just more. Do not spend the thirty dollars. No, wait, do like not. The two yeah, months do not spend money. Wait on until it. it's free. Definitely not worth thirty dollars. No. This will be for free on Disney Plus wait. eventually. Wait. They said like you can two wait. months, I think, or something. Yeah, wait. Yeah, and then watch it and with your yourself. kids. <laughs> yeah, watch it with your kids, and, and then go back and watch the original. <laughs> They'll love it way yeah, more to get the yeah. to get the better version of it. Um, all right, what are we saying out of five stars? I gave it a two and a half. You give it. a Two. I also gave it a two. All right. Let's move on to our next featured review. She Dies Tomorrow. Written and directed by Amy Seemitz. Seemitz. All right. Stars Caitlin Scheel, Jane Adams, Chris Messina, and Kentucker Audley, as well as a few others. Kentucky. Kentucker. Oh, is it Kentucker? That's his name. It's Kentucker. Oh, Ken it Kentucky. It could be Ken Tucker. No, no, no. Kentucky. His first name is Kentucky. No, it's Ken. Look it up. Okay. I don't. I look. I looked two times to make sure I had it right. Kentucky, oddly. Told you. All right. Let's take this into a clip. Do I have to wear the helmet? Uh, yeah, definitely very important to wear the helmet. Um, you know, these things look like big toys, but uh, at the end of the day, if you hit anything too fast and too straight on, this thing can flip right the over. Well, I'm gonna die anyway. I mean, <laughs> not here. I mean, not not on my watch. <laughs> right. But I'm definitely going to die tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. What'd you think of She Dies Tomorrow? I don't know. It was kind of confusing. So, Is it marinating? Yeah. That's why I feel like I could like change my score based on how I yep same yeah hear how <laughs> with you the other people think about it I my score things, could completely change based on this discussion alone <laughs> right <laughs> I definitely like the style of it so a lot of the cinematography I really liked it loved most of the scenes were just a set camera right it didn't right. move or anything there were a few that did but for the but most part, yeah. they were static Which cameras. reminded me of David Lowery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ask. Yeah. Or like old Resident Evil games. Things are happening the in the frame, but they're not. He, but, he's but not the, moving. The camera's it. not moving, yeah. but the action yeah. is on. And they also, <laughs> yeah. also loved putting things in the foreground. That mm-hmm. playing with that, especially in obscuring what was happening in the background. It even started with that looking through the doorway, right? Right, yeah. They did that a lot where something well, was like close, like whether it was people or walls or some, or doorway. It was something. There were a lot of times they did. I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. Obscuring because it kept it a little bit ambiguous what was mm-hmm. actually happening. Because even in the end, what the fuck even happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so at first when I thought when they... I don't want to get like too spoiler. I mean, but I don't know. Okay. That's okay. Move on then. Yeah. General move on. We'll talk. I thought some of the acting was not, not good, but I don't know if it was intentional or not. Intentional because this is supposed to be also a dark comedy. Yeah. Right. So it's hard to tell what's, it is hard to tell when it was between like the writing meant to be like just over campy ish to when it was not when it was, just campy because it was bad writing or acting, not necessarily bad writing. I think my the writing was pretty good. I actually thought it was pretty funny though. I laughed a lot. Yeah. 
I definitely chuckled quite a bit. That laughed, yeah, chuckled. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and loved the colors. Lots of colors. Yeah. And the theme completely changed what I thought it was going for in the beginning, what it ended up. Me too. Well, I don't even know where it ended. But. Yeah, I don't really know where it <laughs> ended. And it was so... That's where I'm confused. That's where I'm confused with my yeah. thinking. Is like, okay, what did I take away from this exactly? Because it felt so heavy with, and almost where I was forming something in the beginning with how the colors were coming, and then it was felt like more like an it follows to me almost. Yep. But then I thought, oh, maybe that's just a symbol for something else, which is kind of where I landed on. But with the ending, uh that kind of strengthened that argument even more, but I'd like to see what you guys Your think. Theme? Yeah. The what I think theme? it was just about, I think it was, I think it's pretty. And what I think it was actually about in the end kind of weakens it for me. And I'm hoping that there's more, right? Cause otherwise it felt, then it will just feel long and a lot of missed parts to me based on what I ended at, but I still enjoyed it overall. I really liked it. Um, and I think the overall theme is pretty blatant. Could be. Um, I have to get to the spot part. Yeah, so I can hear that. Um, love the sh- love the the juxtaposition of like the one one world one realm versus the other. Yeah, yeah. and the editing how it would cut uh, the editing, hard cuts to everything. You could see gradient shifts. Sometimes mm-hmm. of like, oh, bright. And then you could see like a little gray scale coming in, like a colder color. Yeah. The score was awesome. I love the score. And like, I know there was, there was obviously music in there that was not original, but there was a lot of original parts too. And it was what the Mondo Bros. The Mondo Bros. <laughs> was the original the music. The Mozart by. song, yeah. Mm. Um, or song, Mozart. Yeah. Peace. Peace. The Mozart track. Yeah. <laughs> Mozart put down that new album. Pretty good. Y'all fuck you guys with check the new out Mozart? my mixtape. <laughs> SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud slash Wolfgang. <laughs> um, gang gang. Wolfgang gang. <laughs> Wolfgang gang. gang. <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome cinematography. Really like some scenes were just like. Like I, I felt like I was holding my breath, waiting for. Yeah, it, there was a good like I think tension was that like, was built. Up. You could say this was in the vein of horror. I think. Like I don't know. Guarantee it's on horror and IMDb. It's but suspenseful. It's obviously not. It's like, yeah, 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 but where do you put so suspense stupid. in? That's not a category of a movie. Suspense. It's not a category. I don't think suspense is a genre. I think thriller is a genre. But I want to say this is thriller. thriller. That's a subgenre and a genre together. Yeah. I think this is like suspenseful horror. No, I wouldn't call it horror. Yeah. I mean, what else do you call it? Drama? You would find it, like I said, you would find this in, in IMDb under horror, but I would never call it I think on a letterbox you could say horror. Too. I would say it was more. I'd say it's sci fi before horror. No. Yeah. I would have said thriller before horror, but. Thriller, sure. But thriller is like I'm a subgenre of, of horror. Like number no. one. For me, it's like distinct. With thrillers and horror. Horror is like overtly violent and like graphic a lot of times. No, oh. not necessarily. 
Things can be horrific. Yeah, horrific, be... a horrific element. What's I don't get the You don't get the horrificness horrific. of it? I mean it's you I don't know. I that's mean, that's what, just a that is a uh that's semantics. totally biased. Like, yeah, you're you could think it's horrific and someone else couldn't. But yeah. Anyway. That was pretty vanilla. <laughs> you could put in the I guess horror mystery you could because you could give this movie three or four genres and one of them would be horror drama <laughs> drama, drama thriller, for sure but drama sci-fi. also is a very psychological thriller literally covers every base <laughs> comedy actually shit dark oh, comedy, yeah. yeah dark black comedy um yeah i liked a lot of elements of it and there was a overall theme that stands out and I felt like this was like David Lowery inspired, but also Nicholas Winding Refn inspired with the colored gradients and the mm. the certain shots that were yeah. taken. Like, obviously, he loves red and blue. That's like very much in his wheelhouse of colors because he is colorblind. Yeah. So like the scenes of like standstill items that were just flashing red and blue. Like, that was. You I could draw like comparisons, very, but I don't feel like it's like inspired. They're like, you know, I don't feel like it's winding ref and inspired because it's totally not. Like well, in the same I'm style. not saying, but I'm saying like, like you could, that's what I'm saying. Of, you could draw a comparison yeah. to it for sure because of the color, but but like the a two, lot of things I would say stylistically now since 2010 when he got big, like a lot of things try to replicate that style, but the. Well, you're saying David Lowry or oh, there's one, one of the person I was trying to think. Uh, there, there was another person when I was watching. I was like, this reminds me of that their style, but I couldn't. I can't think of it now. I should have wrote it down. Yeah. Uh, I feel I definitely liked it. And what you're saying is I liked a lot of elements of it. There is an overall theme, like you said, but I think how it ties together is where it either loses me or could make it that much better. So I'm mm-hmm. right in the middle of like, do I like it or do I really like it? I don't it might be think a rewatch too. Oh, for sure. If I can, if we can talk about this it, this could or definitely find things, go up. I yeah, would definitely more. rewatch it. I feel it. like this is a movie that could have something I miss, and that's why I'm hoping you guys. I hope there's something me. I miss. Otherwise, it would be even more of a letdown, and it needs to land on the low side of where I'm at because a lot of things I liked. I felt like there, I could pick up on a theme or I, I had this same thing, this hypothesis constructing in my head while I was watching. I was like, this is what I think it's trying to go for. And then it undercuts it 10 minutes later. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe exactly. that I'm wrong. That's what happened to me too. Yeah. And then yeah. it doesn't tie all together. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm either really missing something or this is kind of just then not saying where, as much as I think it's trying to say. Which is exactly what my thought right. ended up at. <laughs> then so it, yeah, we're on the same yeah. page. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at in terms of just the overall story, plot, all that stuff. Lots of good shots, really good cinematography, really good colors, all that stuff. Uh, all the acting was pretty good, except for there are some standouts of like bad, like I think the, I think the sister probably did the best with what she was given, but it was like, like mustache twirling evil. I was like, why is she like this bad? I mean, you don't get the whole story. There's not a lot of character buildup in this. It's you an mean hour the sister-in-law? In, yeah, sister-in-law. Yeah. To 
one of the yeah one of the yeah, main she characters. was the one i was talking about actually yeah. yeah and then the guy at the beginning who plays the boyfriend the beginning scene was not that strong as far as like what he's trying to oh convey. yeah 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 when he's throwing the chair and stuff. Yeah. It was Ooh. pretty, fa- yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most indie he's feel like, of the film. Yeah, he was yeah, like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> it was better like when he was throwing the things, glasses like, and it was going across. He's being yeah. like so exposition-y about it. Like he's not saying a lot, but he's like saying the right things but do you in think, terms of like exposition. Like, do you think knowing what happened? That's what I'm saying is they could have left that, that scene more ambiguous and you could have pieced it together yourself, but they kind of have to hold your hand in the beginning. And I don't really think, they needed to but i'm saying like what you find out later of what he was actually going through do you think what he was we can what, like, like well like, what are we what, what is specifically he going through, affected him well he was obviously affected by a couple of things right do you think that one of them was the reason why he was acting that way i don't know we'll have to get into it yeah but yeah. and so i'm just trying to th- finish up in terms of technical aspects so we can get into spoilers. I think the acting was mostly good. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of shots and stuff. It did feel a little, if there is no, we need to get into like the meaning of things. Cause like if there isn't much meaning, it feels like it's reaching, trying to be a little bit too ambiguous or too artsy when it well, might not have that. House. Yeah, it, exactly. It would have been stretching out a one theme that yeah. is okay. It's like, cool they did it pretty well but then it was boring then right it was long and unnecessarily throwing in like red herrings for something else yeah but yeah pretty well done for a very small movie Mm -hmm. so we can get into spoilers now yeah i did not read a plot synopsis for either film no that's okay of either film of either film like mulan no, didn't read one. Well, Everyone knows the synopsis. I know, but I'm just saying I usually read it. Okay. Oh, I, oh, I think you might like prior to this. No. We'll cut it in right here. And Kyle, what do you think? <laughs> anyway, you on? she dies tomorrow. <laughs> we can say right now. Amy thinks she's dying tomorrow, and it's contagious. Yeah. So the whole movie is That's based it. on this idea that they think they're going to die tomorrow, and what happens when you think you're going to die the next day, right? I think that's kind of and like it the affects idea. everyone differently. Right. And it, yeah. It affects everybody differently. I think that's the main idea and the main theme. And then there's lots of, you know, things that branch off from there, which we can get into. But do you want to go into the questions? Like, what were we confused yeah. by? Yeah. Okay. I guess like, I guess yeah, the meaning start, yeah. really is okay. what I want to get into. When it started out and it was just like basic, I mean, I know the boyfriend was there. And mm-hmm. maybe it's slightly affected, but that wasn't as clear to me that it went to her. It, then it was followed that next character, her his girlfriend, for a while after that. Right. And then I thought when her friend came over and said, hey, is there a relapse or something? I'm like, oh, she keeps replaying the same song. She keeps maybe this is getting to like a metaphor of addiction and relapses. And she just believes that these things are happening because of what she went through before. And maybe that's from her perspective. But then when it started to continue to move to other people, that's when obviously that was not it anymore. And that's when I started getting to where this was a movie, basically either about what Kyle was just saying, or like just nihilism in general, that there's no, they kind of lose all meaning when 
you're going to die the next day. Everything else kind of is meaningless, right? Mm -hmm. So then it's like, okay, now I'm going to pay more attention to the things that are actually meaningful in the little time I have left. Because after tomorrow, there's nothing left. Like nihilism, where you're not religious or anything, so there's nothing after that. And so that's where I thought it was just going for after that, and that's kind of where it ended, too, for me. Just, But... I mean, the actual ending was confusing that she didn't die, though. So that was my... Yeah. So I was talking about I was not with you at the first part. My second part, that was my main theory, was that I thought it was going for this nihilistic view or just saying, not even nihilistic view, but maybe giving you, trying to give you a spin on saying to change your life that if you were to die tomorrow, if you knew you were going to die tomorrow, how would you live? Or, you know, it's not like the bucket list type of movie it's basically the very very dark version of that but how do you view things when you're going to die tomorrow what you know what do you do and yeah different you, people do different things yeah because you could cling on to your loved ones right like or you can just like whatever nothing matters who cares I'm well they just gonna... have like a i don't know if i thought this it kind of took my theory took a turn where i was like okay i don't i hope this isn't where it's going but this paranormal turn of like two people the two people in relationships or whatever kind of figured it out and said you know, they kind of made, not made amends, but said, you know, I would, you know, I should end the relationship. They're changing their life because they think they're going to die tomorrow. They wanted to do things differently and then they didn't die. And then in that montage, it kind of showed the blood and how you thought that the two other girls killed themselves, Amy and the, her friend, the older lady. Yeah. So I thought that they had died because they, they didn't really spend or they didn't really change anything. She was like, you know, just feeling textures over and over again. And I mean, we can get into why of that, but she was just like feeling these textures like, Oh, this is the last time I'm going to feel wood or something like that or a wall. And the other lady spent it, you know, kind of neurotic. She was neurotic and the other people really changed kind of how they thought. I don't know. Anyway, Mm -hmm. maybe they were spared because of that is what I'm saying, but it didn't go in that direction. They all ended up living so yeah exactly then my thought was like oh this movie is literally just about drugs and that was where i was like that would be really yeah then i thought that too especially the later scenes when like exactly she goes in the pool and those other two characters are just randomly in it who i don't know who they were but they're you can tell that they're high also i know who the act oh (laughs) people act but i don't know who they were right and why she was there and but that, they are, but they are high also. Yeah. So then tell. it kind of weakened the rest of it, right? I'm like, oh, are they just tripping this whole time then? Right. Or is it because they're so open while they're tripping that they start realizing that maybe it is literally about tripping, and it's like, oh, all of now when you're open and you're in that state and all the meat, you get all this new meaning and stuff. Everything else can have such. I think you could pull that more focus you could pull on that from it, but important things. It wouldn't be like. Because of the movie, like the movie needs to say that. Well, I mean, I like she was like talking. They did take them though, and that's what started everything. Yeah, so they take shrooms. Yeah, well, and we assume. Right? Oh no, he says much. He says much. Yeah, he says much. So we know that at the very start, from when he gets it, which I thought actually was interesting that they didn't show the pizza delivery guy or anything or that conversation. It's just him turning around and you realizing, oh, he knows that he's gonna die tomorrow. And that, you know, I thought that was interesting because he was hot. He was on shrooms at that time. So was it all just like going from this high person to her who was on shrooms to, you know, so on and so forth? Yeah. 
And that's where I got like the it follows feel because it was the contagious like movement of this thing. Yeah, but even then like it doesn't make like it doesn't make sense that <coughs> they were on shrooms. She passed on to her friend who was sober to the next people who were sober at the party. It's not, and then it comes back around to these people who were But we never see anyone this is, this But is we why. never see anyone take shrooms so ever. So your your like the your time. overall theme is not it's not drugs. And <laughs> if you think it's drugs then it's going to Then you It's anxiety. Yeah, the whole of course, movie is based with, on nihilism and anxiety. Yes. The, so the, like anxiety the, of like feeling of anxiety yeah that you're Like die. when you get the you get an anxiety attack and you're like oh shit like I could like, die tomorrow. Like a hypochondriac, though. Well, Neil, like, yeah. Nihilism. Well, yeah, nihilism. But. Yeah, but That's then the it just seems thing. like... But then there's things that they add in that, like, weaken that. Yeah, then it's like, like what? what is the point of that scene or that scene then? It's like... It's just showing how different people It felt like it was trying to attack. throw me off onto different views, basically, which kind of weakens any single view to me well yeah. that doesn't like anxiety isn't a singular view like but if you're going to go to die tomorrow it's not a, a lot of the people view. didn't seem that no, anxious they, they did show some people different... were accepting it like oh i'm gonna die that's the, this is it but i like how they show how everybody i like how they people react differently and i know what you're saying is that if they think that that anxiety causes different reactions from each person but the things that they add in to make you second guess that like i don't know Cause you think like even when they, why show, why have the scene of them deciding that they're going to take shrooms and then it leads you on this path of thinking that it's just in their head to the next person to the because next person. shrooms can increase anxiety. It and then the increase. last, and then in the last one, I still don't understand the two girls, the, the girls at the end with the main with one of the main characters who did end up hurting herself. But then Amy was fine. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, that part I didn't really get. Because, <laughs> like, it shows her, the part with her and the blood and everything. And then it goes to the next girl with the blood on the monitor and everything. So that's when it, then it started, oh, I'm like, oh, they actually are dying then. Yeah, This right. adds a whole new thing to it. I thought that. And then they and then, weren't. And then, like, everyone else did hurting themselves. But the, what happened right. to Amy? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I guess I don't know if they they don't show. They her, didn't I guess, say anything happened to her, but they, they did show everyone else. So why even leave that ambiguous? What do you mean? Like they showed the people who died, dead, basically dead. Right? You knew they were dead. I guess. Well, the only one you knew that was dead was the one that was dead. Yeah, I guess the, not. The boyfriend. The guy, the boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, with her. Yeah. Yeah, but why? And but she was bleeding, so I was. Just, I assumed that she was probably gonna die. She cut her. She could have cut herself. It just. It was in the inner thigh. She could be a cutter. No, okay. The you just don't know like like the too, whole. Th- that's like stretching too much. But the point is that it. Yeah, it. You definitely can make sense of it, and that's the why. That's why we're asking questions. Is we want to make sense of it, but the movie needs to do a better job of constructing that also. Like it does, it does a very good job, but it could be, it's, there's room for improvement. There definitely is room. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty straightforward, but hmm. I don't know. I got a lot of thoughts out. I mean, even in this room, we've had like four different things. Right. Let me look back at my notes. And I think that might, that's the strength of it. 
It could be, but, but it, like, I feel like there there's a fine line between having multiple things that wrap up tightly versus things that are so they're like put in there, but they're not. I still feel empty at the end. Like, I just think that the things end that you're like saying, making like explanations for, there might be some small explanations. But like, there, the movie definitely is ambiguous for the pure sake of being ambiguous. Right. And one example of that is just like the scenes when they're looking like into the lights or whatever, and they show flashes of faces. Like, you never know who it is or whatever. There's no explanation for that. And you could draw conclusions from it, I'm sure, but it's just, it's still ambiguous. And then. They're like, look, there's sounds that are coming from the background that are the, the, the characters are hearing that you never know why there's, they literally are talking to somebody that's like right next to the camera. You never know you why. You never know why. What? Yeah. Or what? I mean, the that's doctor like, scene and, and also the juxtaposition of those scenes, those scenes are literally happening in like a completely different space or yeah, like they're completely, they're happening differently than in real life. As you see all the time, like you see something happening and then it flashes to real life and that's like they're just they just look like they're really drunk or really high and they're just doing something kind of randomly and that's why it almost strengthens that argument of like you know the whole thing with shrooms and it just being a yeah i mean you know like well you yeah you you know know like under the skin for example is like a movie that is i mean kind of similar with like sci-fi-ish i guess fluid random twist scenes very artsy and you could take a lot from it but that's done so much better in my opinion oh yeah definitely <laughs> but they do like times. little I elements i didn't like that movie that. at first and i've seen that True. a lot more times yeah this is again something i want to rewatch, and i think we just watched this and this is something that i would read up need on to marinate yeah i want to hear a lot of different opinions on it and mm. see if i can kind of make sense of something that you know somebody else says or if they have a or if they have a definite explanation from the director maybe you know yeah that would make more sense of it yeah i mean yeah it is very visually like just appealing and it's definitely not a bad movie it's just like literally it's just the plot elements that you know you really have a problem with you know small technical things but i mean it's i feel like it, it could would go up yeah the more you down. read about it the more you understand like the, if there the, is though it has the to, split there has between to be. well there is there's like concrete and there's metaphysical and I don't think we understand the metaphysical part that she was conveying as much as like we could. Like there's movies that you watch that you're like, I don't understand why. But then you read about it and you watch it again. You're like, oh, shit. That's exactly what I'm hoping for with this movie. I feel like I was hoping to hear that, but it seems like you guys mostly got what I got out of it. So just because it is confusing and ambiguous doesn't mean that there's going to be an explanation or a good explanation. Maybe it's just confusing and ambiguous. Yeah, which would make it not bad. Then appealing. it's not that great. Yeah. Yeah. But I got a lot out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely liked it. Yeah. You know, it's crazy too. Like if you, if somebody made a movie that was like completely ambiguous and like had no context or anything to it, but it really connected with like you and like you knew exactly what they were going for you know who's to say that you wouldn't why oh, that's why, why i feel like this it movie a, gets a like rating? it's getting huge yeah yeah it's no, getting huge numbers because people are dealing with what they're going through is it getting good reviews yeah it's 80 metascore 3.7 letterbox hmm. yeah like i I, thought, I feel like people that are going through what they're going through like 
the sense of dread and like some people like are like, oh, I guess I'm never going to see tree again. And like the very last scene I loved where she well, comes up and she goes, I'm OK. I'm not OK. Uh, like, I'm OK not being OK. Like she was saying, like, I know I'm not OK, but it's OK. Yeah, I mean, that it also would make sense. But that's why I wish it leaned more, though, into just <clears throat> that anxiety element, because I've been through there and I've been through that. So, like, I felt connected with that. And then when it was go- trying, when I felt like it was trying to go into a different direction, I was like, why? Because this element is so strong. Like, to me, a, a way better element of that same feeling and kind of the same story is First Reformed, which is just, I mean, that movie's amazing. So, it's, can't really compare. But it does that element better because it, it only goes for that and it, you know, it leans into that. This, I feel like, might be reaching for something else because I didn't feel adding like in elements that are unnecessary. I didn't feel like they were anxious. Right. So like for me, it's like they were just past that point already. They were like just the only they one were comfortable with best, what was going to happen to them. The best scene to me was the parents telling the exactly. daughter and all you can hear is her wailing in the next room. I don't want to because that's how a young person would feel like if they were told that they were going to die tomorrow versus I mean, like a lot of these people in the movie are young, but someone older being able to come to terms with that or be at peace with that versus that, I thought that was like mm. the best part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But still really good. And it needs a rewatch. Yeah. I This is one I would definitely have to rewatch. Yeah. And it was pretty enough that I could. And so. it's only her second film. Yeah. I mean, okay. It's so see, short and it's great. That's like, something that shows you like this person has a lot of talent and once they yeah. get that, it's going to, they're going to make really great, really great movies. Yeah. All the talent was there. Just a little flub. You know who the producers are in this movie? Did you look I at that, Kyle? There Wait. was a movie that we watched before. Our boys. I think, what? Who? Our Aaron boys? Moorhead and Justin Benson. Who the fuck From is Endless. That? Oh, why? I thought we why liked are they our Endless. Because <laughs> you liked Endless a lot. And you liked their other didn't. thing, didn't you? Um, I've never seen spring. spring. I've never seen spring and I thought endless was okay. Oh, <laughs> well, I like these guys a lot. Uh, well, there you go. That explains it. This movie was a pretty good, not great, but do you have anything else to say on she dies tomorrow? Mm-mm. Not until we rewatch it again, at least. Yeah. We'll do some reading and come back to it. Oh, what I was going to say about the producer, is there was something that we watched. It was relic. I never said who produced relic. Do you know who produced relic? Uh-uh. Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sounds about Fun right. fact. Okay, uh, let's rate She Dies Tomorrow out of five. What are you going to say? You don't know. <laughs> Three and a half. I give it a four. I'm going to settle on a three. See, that's where I was at first, <laughs> but just I, could I had easily to go. Say, yeah. I could easily say three and a half, and if I watch it again, it could go up. Who knows more? I don't. See, here's the thing is I don't think it's it's definitely not less than a three but I don't want to overrate it to start. Oh, I was at three before we started talking, but right. just thinking about how well it was executed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could agree with that hundred yeah. percent, but I know for a fact it's not less than three. So I'm not sure about a three and a half. I can settle on three. Yeah, that makes sense. I was right there. Beautiful. All right, let's get into what else we watched. I think Jacob has something. 
New movies. Yes. Kyle has our porter that he's drinking all of. You want some? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Jacob. Hopefully you didn't want another one. Dumb bitch. Got it. Yeah, let me... Uh, I bought this beer. It's supposed to be Community 4th. So, watch the movie called Baby Teeth, directed by Shannon Murphy. Another female. Another female. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that could have been a... Yeah, yeah but I think way. it was. No, it's a female. Okay. There we go. And synopsis, a terminally ill teen upsets her parents when she falls in love with a small-time drug dealer. Very innocuous story. I just went with it because I liked how the picture looked. It was pretty colorful, mm. so I'm like, sure. <laughs> it was 2020 release. Um, Pretty sure it was British. I didn't know anybody in this movie. Probably was. Eliza Scanlon. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, she does. She looked familiar. Oops. Little Women. That's why. Okay, I, there you go. Which I still haven't seen. Oh, Is that on anything yet? Can it prime um, now? It might be on HBO now. Go ahead, keep talking. I'll look uh, it up. Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn? Mendel- Mendelsohn. <laughs> oh. Mendelsohn. Yeah. No, he was no. I did know. It is Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, Mendelsohn. I did know him. He's like, oh, I don't S. know anybody Davis? in this movie. Two people, three famous people. S. They're S. not Davis? that right many things. Come on. <laughs> S. S. Davis all, all recognizable to us. From fucking Babadook. Yeah. Dumb Babadook. That I've seen, that's the only thing I know her from. But anyway. Wow, Jacob, get your shit together. <laughs> well, I didn't recognize her. She was him, also so. in True History of uh, Kelly Gang. She was a mom. Yep. So maybe that's why she didn't stand out to me. <laughs> Essie Davis? Well, this movie was... So it might be Australian. Maybe it was... Aus- I don't know. I don't, she's Australian, but isn't she? I don't Who? think they were Australian, though. Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't remember the accents in the movie. But it had the good, the really indie feel hand cam everything was hand cam basically so it was shaky intimate close country of origin australia there we go i knew it i fucking knew it very well done looked great the story itself was well is done it a, also is it was it kind a, of ro- uh, like a drama romance drama it's no. got to be a the romance. I mean, technically, but that wasn't like the comedy drama. Yeah, it was pretty funny, but it was just kind of a mess in a good way. So it the daughter ha- is terminally ill, like it says. You don't really know that right from the beginning. So it seems kind of funny that she basically so it's like a walk to remember. Yeah, she like falls in exactly. love with <laughs> <Maybe> like more. <laughs> she falls in love with this like drug addict looking he always has like the red eyes look like he's on heroin or something Maybe all the he's time smoking weed no <laughs> <laughs> definitely not he has you can tell he's not moses yeah and at first it seems weird to you that her parents are just accepting basically all these things that she does and she gets her hair cut by him and it's really bad but and it, the parents are just accepting it. it's pretty hilarious, like those scenes, especially because from your point of view, you don't really know that she's sick yet. 
And then as it goes on, it's basically this family trying to figure out how to be let her do what she can before she can't do anything anymore because she's going to die. And trying to still be parents and not just let her get away with anything. And so it's like a really yeah, fine yeah, yeah. line because you want you want her to experience all these crazy. Maybe it's crazy things, but, you know, people will maybe face those crazy things sometime down the line. Mm-hmm. Her dad played by that one guy. Ben, ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Is he's a doctor, so a therapist actually, so he can even understand where she's coming from. It's it's just this fine line between acceptance and not. Like Moses breaks into their house at one point, and they're just like, he's holding an I've The mom's like, come on, you're not gonna do all the drugs are right here. Like, go ahead and take them. But they're basically allowing him to do this because they know how important he is to To the daughter. And but, you know, that no normal parent would accept just what's happening. Right. Because she's just like giving up, basically. But as the story unfolds through it and their connection becomes more real, you realize that she's almost the daughter is almost taking care of this Moses guy because she sees some light in him and he's bringing some happiness to her life, even though he's like this, like seven year older and she's like 16 drug addict, drug dealer. Kind of like a home of painter and the thief. Kind of, actually. <laughs> yeah, actually. So it's kind of cool to see as she's dying, it's like she's giving this last little redemption to him. And the parents are being open and they're they're helping this individual. And maybe that is something she can leave for them to work on. Like someone who who also feels their pain that they can kind of bring under their wing and be sad together outside of the family and do better. Cause he, that's one of the promises she asked at the end. She's like, make sure you take care of him when I'm gone, you know? And it's sloppy. It's dirty. Everything that happens just is crazy and chaotic, but it all flows very well. They're not everything. There's some parts where I felt like they were going onto a thread and they just kind of gets dropped but i don't know maybe that is because she can't just keep pursuing certain areas she only can get her feet like wet in each area before her time runs out yeah and there's a lot of really good scenes and the chemistry between all of them are done well and you actually the character building is pretty done is done pretty well for everyone even the moses who i didn't think i would care about at all by the end of it, you feel something. And it wasn't perfect, but definitely some of the parts just feel a little bit for some of it. There's a lot of pacing issues here and there, but overall really liked it a lot and don't really have too many bad things to say about it, honestly. So that's where I ended up with the score I did. Four, right? Which was a four. Yeah. Spoiler. Into the top 10 of the year. Yeah, which is, I mean, kind of <laughs> fair. True. <laughs> now how yeah. many are female in your top ten? All of them. <laughs> it seems like all I of them all, at I this think point. six yeah. or seven on my ten. Yeah. Probably. Seems pretty much all of them at this point. Um, I think Jacob has another one. I will I just do. say real quick. I did watch a movie, but it was Godfather Part 3. We're saving that for the premium. And I also started... I know this much is true, which I've been talking about forever on the show, and I always have to get corrected. But now I got the name down because I actually started watching it, and I will talk about it when I'm finished with it. 
This is her first uh, movie, I think. Jacob, by the way. Baby Great teeth. start. Did everything? I watched the first three Harry Potters. Nice. And? My favorite one's the third. <laughs> the Prisoner Ass Man. Yeah. That's the only really, like, one I would say is, like, good. No, oh, the last one's really good. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> as a but film, that was also as a the only one that Alfonso Cuaron directed. Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah, number was three. the third one. Story-wise, Azkaban was the best. Oh, my favorite book. Yeah. Well, I read well the my favorite four, book was Goblet of Fire, but as an adult now, I realize how stupid it is. <laughs> the movie was pretty good. That no. was, um, they had four directors. God. The first two were Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus. Third one was Alfonso. Fourth one was Dave New- David Newell. Or no, Yates. Michael Newell and then David Yates were in those after four. After that, yeah. He did all of them. He did like four after that. Yep. He did Order of Phoenix, Half-Blooded Prince. No, well, Half-Blooded Prince. Yeah. Order of Phoenix, Half-Blooded Prince, and the Deathly Hallows. So do you want to say anything or do you want to save it for oh, I'm gonna save down it. the line? When I do all of them, but I just rewatched them. All third one is my favorite, and I know why it's my favorite. The it, this just the way it's structured is just yeah, it's the best. It's, it's the best. It's the, the only one that makes it. <laughs> yeah, it's so amazing. It's the only one. And that the whole like, the the whole angle of like the like time? the time travel angle. Yeah, oh, pff, stupid good. Like it's by far and, the best. Like Alfonso and Nolan came together and collaborated. Yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah. It's by far the best one, but yeah, the, the last la- Deathly House Part Two is really good too. I I enjoyed all of them. I'm just saying. When fall time comes, I don't know what it is, but I want to watch Harry Potter. Unbiasedly, three is actually good. Christmas yeah. time is Harry Potter. Really? Yeah, we I always think, we usually do. I like Potter. Halloween because I think like witches and David shit. loves Harry Potter. I love the Harry so, Potter. So yeah, we usually do a marathon around Christmas, but. Well, I mean, they have the scenes where they go to that Christmas type place, which yeah, which I've always sense. thought was like Frankenmuth, Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade, yeah. like yeah. I've never been to Frankenmuth, but my idea You've never of Frank, been to Frankenmuth? no, we my, need to go. I know my idea of Frankenmuth is Hogsmeade in that, like if you, the way they visualize Hogsmeade in the book and the movie, time. it makes me think of what Frankenmuth would be. We're going to some breweries. And it's the oldest German brewery beer. in Michigan. Exactly, Frankenmuth. Eighteen hundreds, nice it came out. All right. At the Bavarian. So stay tuned for Harry Potter Premium sometime in the future. We'll It'll be, be there. Do-do. Jacob? So the next movie I watched was Come to Daddy. <laughs> Sounds pretty bad. Come to Daddy. But what it actually was was porn. No. <laughs> no. Elijah Wood's. So late, I, I am all for. Crazy. I am all for what Elijah Wood has done since Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Wilfred, great. Mm. What was the one where, where he's uh, not at home in this world anymore? No, where he's like the serial killer. Maniac. Maniac. I liked Maniac. Maniac. <laughs> it's like first person. Yeah. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Have you seen that? I haven't, but Good. I mean, I like, I like, I'm all for it. It's like he made his money doing Lord of the Rings. He's like, now let's just do this weird shit. <laughs> and yeah, let's just read this. So. After receiving a cryptic letter from his estranged father, Norval, which is Elijah Wood's character, travels to his dad's oceanfront home for what he hopes will be a positive experience. If only he had known the dark truth about his old man beforehand. Dude, tell me this. Literally, the fucking cover art is the gentleman. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, Except it's instead of a gun, it has an ice cube itself. Oh, house. Yeah. See, this one has a totally different. Yeah, character. but. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, that's basically it. So he gets this letter, and I th- think it's just going to be his dad's, the kind of like creep. Have you seen Creep? Yes. Yeah. It's kind. I thought it was going to be kind of like that. He gets this letter from his dad, and he gets there, and he, he's like that. And it and it kind of starts like that, right? He meets who you think is his dad, and he's not. He basically is acting weird with him, but it's kind of funny the way he acts. And eventually, he ha- he goes to try and attack him with a knife, and he has a heart attack and dies. Uh, while still thinking that this is his dad, he gets you know the cop comes, who's hilarious. <laughs> like this movie's funny, and he. They said they run. A, out of the room in the morgue so he has to keep the body there and so it starts getting creepy things happen i'm like okay maybe now it's like a ghost story type thing no (laughs) it turns out there's this hatch in this one room he goes down the hatch and that's where his actual dad is and he's tied up being having been tortured and it (laughs) like it turns out that his dad stole money from his partners in crime and gave all the money to Norval's mom because Norval was raised as this rich life. Right. And yeah, that that's like the story. So his dad's alive. He's been tortured. He's part of this group that he screwed over. They came to his house first to torture him and kill him basically to find out where the money is, but he already gave the money away. He sent, got the letter out to Norval who came there thinking to see his dad, but it was actually these guys who were holding his dad's hostage in the ground. And it's basically ends up them escaping in their fight to kill these other guys. So it's over the top. It's violent. Shot very well. Good acting. Funny. Tons of action. I mean, not so much action. But it just I love how it changes your expectations a few times throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And... It was satisfying to the end. I love those kind of grindhouse things, as you guys know. Like, yeah, so this was right with this VFD. weird, yeah, <laughs> grindhousey, violent. But not, a lot of the reviews and stuff were talking about how violent it wasn't that violent. I mean, but yeah. compared to things I've seen, I guess maybe to some people it'd be whoa, but it wasn't that. Yeah, good time. I had a great time watching it. I would definitely recommend watching this if especially if you're into this kind of weirdness at all. It doesn't have a lot to say that's like deep or more to say other than what it does. Yeah, but what it does, it does very well, and it's a good time. So that's where I ended at a three and a half on this movie. Hmm. Okay. Though I could see it at like a three, definitely above average though. Yeah, so I think this is still higher on the list of 2020 releases for me, just because I think I've caught up with a lot. Still a few things out there, but yeah, like if I was to try to hit my number of 100 and I needed to watch so many films, this would be close to the top for sure. Yeah, definitely worth a watch. Sure. There's, I mean, it's free on Prime, so it's not. People should watch I mean, it. if you like like Tusk or those type of movies, I actually love Tusk. I know a lot of people do not like. Tusk. That's what I'm saying. That's but what's his face though. Um, want, uh, no, Kevin no, uh, Smith. Kevin Smith Kevin was the director. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah, I thought yeah, you were talking clerks. about the actor though. Kevin Smith, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking Justin Long. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Justin Long. Long, But it's kind of like that weirdness, right? Like, yeah. It has this creepy tension that's just kind of always there, Hmm. but it's like funny ish and 
got me intrigued. Yeah, it, it's right. If you liked Husk, I, I can see people like this see it, movie. I was just like, it just has that same yeah. like weird. You get burned almost, out on VOD movies that are like average to like below or above average. It's like oh, I've seen so many of them. I don't want to watch anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cleanse the palate, but yeah, yeah. It's definitely that. It's that type of movie. Just. Has the comedy, so has the violence. <laughs> it's better than that, you're saying. Tell me it's better than that. Than Tusk? No, then better than like an average VOD movie. You give uh, it a three and a half, it's yeah. gotta be. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it, but I'm a little biased because I like these type of movies. So. I mean, I think I do too. Even it's though, definitely like, a, for a certain I, type of people. If it's better than VFW, then I think I'll like it. It's better, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's better. That one was more cheap and just leaned heavy in that style. Super this, heavy into it. This yeah. has its own style. Okay. It's stand. It's more original. Okay. Especially original. like having me not knowing anything other. I'm like, oh, Elijah Wood, weird movie. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. I'll add it to the list. Anything else? I don't have anything. I already said that. Jacob. I need to like finish but i was almost done with bill and ted oh okay. the, whatever well, we could save called. that because yeah we'll save that one because I, I need to i think i'll just rewatch it honestly all right well that that leads well into what we're going to watch next week which as of right now we have a plan set in place for all of us to see tenant so we can review it next week turn up that will for sure be the main featured review uh, i definitely think i will have time you guys need to make time to see. I'm thinking of ending things. I want that to be a uh, feature. Oh, review. fuck yeah. What and, was it? Uh, the Charlie oh, yeah. Coffin it's movie. Charlie Coffin. I'm thinking Dude of ending did, uh, things. Eternal, Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Oh. Director. Uh, and then maybe Bill and Ted's as a featured. I don't know if you'll get around to seeing that. I, if Jacob owns it, I'll definitely watch it. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Jacob will be talking about that. Like he said, so that could be on the docket as well. But for sure, those two first movies, possibly Bill and Ted's. And that'll be all for 33. All right. Send us in questions. We need some we need some viewer, some listener interaction. Got to boost it up. Don't be shy. It could be anything. But we will judge you. Say we suck at what we do. (laughs) Could be any any feedback, any question. Throw Kyle in the bin. Set up, send that Kyle into uh, Suds and Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Suds and Cinema Podcast. We're going to do a revamp of social media here soon. Jacob's about to. OnlyFans, Suds and Cinema. OnlyFans coming soon. Free to subscribe, but you have to tip. I don't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for explicit content. That's right. OnlyFans coming and buds. soon. Uh, you can follow myself on Instagram and untapped at the KG Project. You can find me on both those at JSAL517. That's J-S-A-L-517. You can find me both on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. <laughs>